0: Ooh, there might be another murder. Marcus and I are about to shoot each
1: other. Welcome to the
2: <laughs> Debrief This is our Patreon and Spotify subscriber Subscriber It's a subscriber <laughs> now Subscriber exclusive Where we discuss the episode that just happened live And you get our immediate reactions um, First off, I think we can all at this table agree Fuck Kevin?
3: Yep I mean, I do. Oh, I said that. I read it right, right before we started recording. I said, "You guys are
2: either going to love what I'm about to do, or you're going to hate it." So let's let's take a, a second to unpack this episode uh, with Jasper. Uh, Claudia seems to be finding Claudionica seems to be finding out a lot of information um, at at the library.
1: Yeah. Um. Interesting newspaper clipping from France. Um, a little bit about Aza Derabondi and uh, what the fuck, Abigail Wright? What you doing in that picture?
2: What is Abigail? Abby- We're going to have to play a, instead of where in the world is Carmen Sandiego, where in time is Abigail Wright?
1: No kidding. And then And Ness- now, now you're going to be shooting Ness.
2: Everything in my, my soul told me not to put that gas mask on, but I, I don't think Marcus is smart enough not to put that Marcus or that uh, mask on.
0: And now I'm going to shoot you because I know that my firearms is higher than you.:
2: I, th- I think I should get a little benefit for the spread of the shotgun. So what happens if somebody dies? What happens if you both, if you both kill each other? Just curious. What do you guys think? Uh, I, I, I think I've known from the beginning that Marcus is going to die at some point in, in, in this campaign. Uh, if we were to run odds right now on who is going to die first, I think Marcus is really high up in those odds.
3: He's got two shotguns. Now he does. <laughs>
1: I mean, he was asking for a gun. Now he got two.
3: He did get two. Well-oiled 1954 shotgun.
2: My concern with the shotgun now out out of my character is is this thing gonna backfire and blow in my face when I pull that trigger? Like a cartoon, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, Ness is still trapped. Where are you? What are your thoughts about where you are trapped at? Do you have any idea?
0: No, I don't. Um, I have, like I said earlier in the episode, I don't know if I'm in an alternate dimension, a different timeline. I I have no idea where she's at, what she's doing. I've been trying to keep a lid on the panic and I don't think realistically that I can with her. Like as cold as she may be, um, I think she's in full on panic mode, is scared, is confused.
1: Well, and she has no idea that that's Marcus at this point. No.
0: No, she doesn't. And so I can't, if it comes down to shooting, she's not going to hesitate because she has no idea that it's Marcus. And I think with the gas mask on, she's not going to be able to tell that it's not him.
2: So, In all fairness, that's him. we don't know that that is Marcus.
0: That's true.
2: Kevin didn't say Marcus was running at you in a trench coat. He just said somebody in a trench coat with a gas mask, with two shotguns, is running at you. That's,
0: I mean... It's too big of a coincidence though because the rest the crates specifically only had one. So that means that each person that those were going to be given to would only have one shotgun and now this guy has two. So and, and again, like I don't know if it's like almost a ghost, ghostly version of you or um I yeah, I I I'm so lost and confused right now.
2: So, so my perspective of how we ended that episode, I, I, don't think that it's Marcus. You, you made a transition into a different area, and I, I don't think putting on a mask qualifies the same as getting pushed into a magical bookshelf.
0: But you did black out when you put that mask on.
2: Yeah. It's probably not the first time Marcus's has ever blacked out. Uh, but uh, any any thoughts about who the, the screamer might be? No. Or even if the screamer is important. So when, when, when Kevin set that up, I was 100% sure that it was Thomas Manuel's dead body. 100% until the body moved.
0: I was thinking it was Thomas or person, but when he never said, like, you see a snake, then I'm like, okay, so it's not person, because person would have had a snake. So then I thought maybe that when I shot Thomas up on stage that he had, like, a second marionette that was like a fill in for his body in the audience. And so that when I killed him on stage, it killed him. I don't know. I don't know. I was trying, I was trying to connect the dots. Cause I thought the same thing. If it was slumped over, then it was dead. Maybe it was Thomas, but obviously not.
2: Yeah. And, and, and so a comment that I had from a, a friend who listened to a couple episodes back now was that, uh, he, he listened to the episode and the first, he texted me. He's like, Never split the party. Never split the party. What are you do what are you guys doing? Um and and I and I told him, I'm like, Delta Green's a little different, man. Like to get things accomplished, you have to split the party. Uh but that really creates a, a challenge for for you, Kevin, because now you're telling three stories instead of one.
3: Yep. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I have uh I have the the PDF open on my laptop for for like one of your guys's areas that you're in and i have the the actual book in my hand so i can like flip so i'm i'm bouncing back and forth uh uh which is fine i think it's it's kind of cool um and then you know once you get back together then it's it's uh if if yeah if (laughs) two out of three (laughs) but we'll have to see how that goes i uh don't know i don't know I don't know what's going to happen. You you guys are keeping me on my toes, so it's I'm not I'm not I'm in no way comfortable. So, I'm not like, "Oh yeah, got this. No problem. I don't know what's going to happen." <laughs> that's not very reassuring. Yeah, like that's that's the thing about this is that, like you guys make some crazy decisions.
2: So, and and then with with Marcus today, I the the look on your two faces the Jesses, when Marcus was receiving uh, the book, you both look like almost disgusted. I think is did you look at them, Kevin? No, I don't. I, I didn't see their faces. At I all. was so
0: pissed because I knew exactly what book was going to be handed to you, and I'm like, "Son of a bitch, I locked that up for a reason."
2: Oh, and, it, it, and Marcus is going to read that if I know. he ever has the opportunity. I know.
0: I'm well aware. That's why I'm pissed that you were given a copy of it. I locked it away. Specifically, so that you could not read it, and
1: also the fact that you were like, "Do you have any books on demon summonings?" <laughs> like fuck <laughs> But it's inevitable. It's going to happen fully at some point, and I think we all know that. Yeah, we can't.
0: I mean, we split the party at this point. we can't be with them.
2: I mean, the fact that we've gone this long and I haven't sent summoned a demon yet, I think it's impressive at this
1: point. Keep Not keep that it. you haven't tried. I, I
2: haven't tried since we've split.
1: Oh, since we split, um, yeah.
3: So, are you guys constantly, like, ready for your characters to just either go insane or perish or...
0: I am at how, this point. How
3: um, How, like, devastating is it going to be if you guys are like, my guy went completely insane and now I can't control... I can't... I have to pick out a new character, you know, which is that's just Delta green in general. You, you, uh, you gotta always have a character ready, you know, cause you can't have that same character. It's too many bad things happen. You know,
2: I, I, I think the part that's going to be difficult yet. Yes. You bond with your character a little bit. Right. Um, but across the board, I think initially when we came up with these characters, we had a really good balance of everything. Right. Like, um, V- uh, or uh, Claudia and Veronica is kind of a really good balance of the softer side, a little more soft spoken, little, um, not as crazy. You, mm-hmm. you know, she, she, she's our, she's our level head. We have, uh, Vanessa, who is very militant, very, um, cold and calculated. And then we have Marcus, who's just an idiot and an asshole, um, that just does stupid shit constantly. So I, I think we created a, a good balance. And and should we have to bring another character into the fray, which is inevitable, it's going to happen. It's it's kind of an out of a out of character out of, out of game conversation about what what does that character look like and how how does he or she add value to the story and not uh, just kind of like hey guys what's up and then just kind of. Well, and, and the around. book
3: actually um, has many scenarios in which you take on people that you've already met and they come in, you know, so you could play as Handler Marcus. You could play as, uh, I think one of them, uh, um, oh, that detective that you met. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, whatever his name was. Detective Gear Dunda.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, I think there was another I think maybe maybe even uh Abigail's father you could play as him. So, you know, there's options um for bringing in characters that you've already met so that they already kind of are in the story, they're already meshed in a little bit. Um, you know. And so or just some new person, you know, if that's the case. I'm not saying you guys are going to die. I was just <laughs> saying let's talk about what if cuz it could happen. Or you guys it could be fine. First
0: off, if Ness dies, I'm having a funeral. I have to say goodbye to that character.
2: <laughs> are, are you going to get a stuffy like you did of,
0: of Barry? But Barry didn't die. I just got a stuffy because he's cute. Um, But I might. Who knows? And second of all, I, I don't know the whole backstory. And this would have to be a conversation that I had with Jesper. But I would almost like to explore the idea of being
1: Claudia.
3: Holy shit, that'd be insane. Wouldn't
1: that be insane? What
3: if you guys, yeah, you guys, like, Well, come in and...
1: The only thing is is that I left Claudia's fate up to Kevin. He doesn't know if he's tying her in. He doesn't know if she's dead. He doesn't know if she's alive. He is all up to Kevin. I don't know anything.
3: That would be insane. That would be kind of cool if you were, like, you know... But I
1: am all for that.
3: And now you guys are, like... Just so the twins and and Horn Dog and Horn Dog, and he's like
1: fucking score. (laughs) I didn't know you had a (laughs) sister. (laughs)
3: He's like on uh, Austin Powers twins, twins, twins.
2: twins." Basil, twins. (laughs) All right. uh, So, Kevin, do you have our uh, Delta Green fact of the day? Um, I might. Uh you want me to go to predictions first? Sure. Okay. So now it's time for our uh predictions for the next episode. And and I think I'm gonna start with Jesper today. What is your prediction for the next episode?
1: Yeah, I don't think that was Marcus pursuing Ness. I think it's just something completely to fuck with you at this point. Um I have a feeling that I'm going to have something just as crazy happen to me because now I'm back in that fucked up building. And for you, I think you're going to get possessed. Interesting. Interesting. And I just gave my husband an idea, and now I have to resend it.
3: uh, Sometimes I just get an idea, and I'm like, ah, that's a good idea. I should do that.
1: (laughs) And I shall.
2: All right. Uh, just G.
0: For Ness, um, if she sees someone pursuing her that is armed, she is going to shoot to kill. Um, so we'll have to see how that plays out. But that's just plain and simple. I think for anyone, police, military, if you're being rushed by someone with a weapon, two in this case, you're going to shoot to kill. So. We'll see how that plays out. I really am on the fence about whether that's actually you or just like a figmentation of you, Marcus. I I, I don't know. I don't know. So we're going to have to play that out. With Veronica going back to the McAllister building, Marcus, you broke into her apartment So when Veronica gets there, she's going to notice that that apartment was broken into. She knows that I had a key so that it wasn't me that broke into it. And so that might send her on a search of the building because that's where I'm supposed to be. I'm supposed to be interviewing people. So she may end up at the crazy lady apartment. We'll see. We'll see how that shakes out. But... Those are my predictions, and I can't predict anything with you because that's all going to depend on if I shoot you or not. <laughs>
2: all right. So so my prediction is, uh, we'll start off where, with the, where the cliffhanger was. Uh, I don't think that that is Marcus. Um, I don't think that is actually Marcus. I think what that is is your mind, and I, I think what's going to happen is you're going to shoot that whatever it is, and you're going to pull the mask off and it's going to be Marcus. But it's not actually the character Marcus. Marcus isn't with you in that space. Um, and I think it's going to fuck with your sanity and make you possibly go temporarily insane. That's what my prediction is for you. With Claudionica, I think Claudionica is going to do a little bit what you said. She's going to go, she's going to connect the dots that, hey, why is this apartment broken into? And uh, maybe not so much meet up with Michelle. But I think she's going to find the basement, and she's going to start looking at those paintings and start inquiring about why there's a specter, or why, why is it in a house that's burning?
1: And well, I think... and now that I've seen pictures of, like, that one guy, the Lindine with the mask and the robe and stuff, it might start correlating. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, so I think you're going to find those pictures, and I think she's going to start uh, maybe losing a little bit of her sanity and, and go on a search outside of the McAllister building. I think Marcus is going to wake up from being knocked out. I think if, if that's the case, the first thing he's going to do is he's going to finish his, his business at this shop, um, go get his pictures developed, and uh, then read The King in Yellow and, and find out what's in that book. And uh, probably go insane as well. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think that's what's going to happen. Uh, I won't tell, ask Kevin to make any predictions because uh, he has. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, he has. He has no idea what's gonna happen. Um, all right. So, Kevin, our uh, our fact of the day.
3: Yeah, let's talk about the home section of the game. So, this is between scenarios. So, if you're if you have an agent that you're playing as, you uh, eventually they stop doing whatever scenario you're playing. They go home and they either they can they have many choices they can regain sanity or um they can um you know by seeing a therapist or something like that um they can um focus on family and their bonds and things like that or or if they they took uh damage to their bonds while they were on there, you know how does that manifest um specifically i wanted to talk about prosecution that's kind of fun so if you break a bunch of laws uh while you're doing delta green stuff it it you know the results appear uh, in the home section, so uh, you know the cops could arrive at your door and be like, "You murdered that guy or something like that and we we found the evidence, and then you have to go to court, and then there's like a whole thing about how like you know you could get arrested, you could go on parole there's It's a whole thing, so uh, I, I've always well, wanted you'd to have do to go that.
1: to prison before you go, to, go on parole.
3: No, you go to parole and then then you go to prison. <laughs> Uh, so, so I, I've always thought that that would be kind of fun to have like a whole
2: court scene play out, uh, you know. Ness, you have no worries because we we have my cousin Vinny.
0: <laughs> Does Perfect. Delta Green ever get into the middle of those cases to try and protect their people? No, no,
3: no way. They they just hang them out to dry. Yeah, that's like that's, that's like their up. that's their deal. They're like we don't exist and they don't exist. We never talk to them, you know. So
0: that's fucked up.
3: Yeah. So it's just like they they're, they're <sighs> they are a shadow organization. There's no help.
2: You're going to jail for murder.
3: But
0: they they cleaned up the body, so there is help.
2: (laughs) No, Delta Green cleaned up the body, not the police.
0: Well, that's why I said they, as Delta Green, carted the body off, cleaned up the crime scene. So, yeah, they are involved, bitches.
3: So, find out if uh, Ness goes to jail in, like, 10 to 20 episodes. (laughs) (laughs) We'll roleplay all of her jail scenes. (laughs) You see Mac, he's back, has a fucking gang. You want to join my gang? Fuck this is yeah.
2: apparently a, a co-ed prison. Becca drops the, er, she drops the soap and Becca walks up behind her. <laughs> Who's Becca? I don't
3: know. Oh, 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 okay. I was like, wait, have we introduced Becca? Who's Becca?
0: <laughs> I join a prison gang with Mac.
3: It's me, Becca. It's play, played by Chris Farley. Lay off me, I'm starving.
2: <laughs> All right. Uh, Jetski, any
1: parting words? Help me.
2: Kevin, how about you? Any parting words? Um, help
3: me as well.
0: <laughs> Manage these three different scenarios going on
2: I'm right so now. <laughs> all right. Uh, Jess P., if you could send us off with all of our good information.
1: All right. If you want to get a hold of us directly, doomvisionpodcast at gmail.com. We're on Facebook, Doom Vision Podcast, Twitter at Doom Pod. Instagram at Doom Vision Podcast. We're about to crank out some TikToks so you can find us Doom Vision Podcast on there. And you know, we are working on our Patreon as we speak. So by the time this comes out, you'll be able to subscribe and get exclusive content through Patreon. Also, ask us about how you can join our Discord. Come talk with us. Come talk to people we know
2: and fans of the show.
3: This is a Patreon exclusive, so hopefully you're assigned to the pa- You know about this.
1: <laughs> oh, that's true.
2: Patreon and Spotify subscriber exclusive. Subscribers. Subscri- subscribers. <laughs> subscribers. All right, guys. That's going to do it for Doom Vision Debrief. Thank you for your continued patronage. Thank you for uh, contributing to our success. We sincerely love you and appreciate you. And... Uh, mm-hmm. We'll catch you on the next Doom Vision debrief.
1: Bye-bye.